Welcome to Room Escape Divas, a podcast about escape rooms. And today our episode is a reunion episode. (laughs) 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 Reunion! Introdu- of, introductions of the, of the hosts. Of the hosts. <laughs> not with anybody else. Just a reunion of the hosts. We we I have a today. We oh, have a oh, yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah. My name is Errol. I'm Amanda. I'm Ruby. I can't fake a connection problem. I'm Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just I can't even edit that out because now it's a joke and ugh. Anyway. And we're back. Uh we have a very so this is a, a somewhat random episode in which we'll mm-hmm. discuss a variety of topics. We're most excited because we are joined once again by Mike and Ruby in the very small sliver of time from when baby sleeps to when they sleep uh, for a very short period of time. So we're, we're very, very excited to have you guys back on again. Woo. I know, we feel like guests now. I know. <laughs> yeah. like never on. I mean, you, you've come to the community meetup. It's like you're there and we get to see Gwen there too. And that's, yeah. she's super cute. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be a bit more random this time. I'm in the midst of school and tax season. Errol is in the midst of Cryptex Hunt. We've run out of buffer episodes. We've run out of guests or we have, don't have any currently lined up. So this well, is- we have some lined up. We just yeah. haven't asked We just them. haven't asked them, but time-wise <laughs> it's it's just hard to, to pinpoint people's schedules. So this- is gonna be a fun episode. Just kind of you would have like are more. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I was gonna say you would think people would be more available since you know we're all kind of at home. Yeah, yeah. So we do have guests lined up. We just haven't asked them. For example, <laughs> yeah. last week's was with Logan, and I I had him in mind for a long time. I just mm. forgot to ask him. Yeah. See. <laughs> Until the week of. So there are people that we've. We've talked to in 2020, and it's like, okay. Well, we have a bunch of things because we that was when we actually had all this, these buffer episodes. And so we said, we'll contact you in 2021 because that's mm-hmm. when the buffer episodes will be done. <laughs> and then we just never did. Yeah. Because Cryptex Hunt and because school and tax season. So, How yay. is Cryptex Hunt going? In, in yeah, like less than five minute explanation. Let's do a Cryptex Hunt <laughs> check in. Good. Great. Cool. That was cool. the most like concise <laughs> thing ever talking about a puzzle hunt that Errol's working on. I think on. Errol will have a lot more to say after it's done because he loves oh. the postmortems. Yeah. But revealing too much before it's all released. Um, I know we I'm have excited three for Three weeks. Ugh. Yeah. Three weeks. We have three weeks. like a long time. Is it going to make people cry either through story or through your puzzles? Probably the latter. I'm guessing the latter. I, we'll I think... see. We'll see. I don't. I, I'm hoping that this will be the most accessible puzzle-wise for new people. That's mm-hmm. my hope. Interesting. What, why do you keep looking at me when you say new people? <laughs> well, no, I don't think you're going to do it. I mean, you can do it, but I'm thinking <laughs> just like a lot of people in the past, like for escape room, new escape room people who started it. I th- I know that puzzle hunts can be very intimidating. So we did want to make this one less intimidating, but there are other natural barriers that will come up. So we'll find out how it will go. Yes. Interesting. Sounds super endorsing. Woo! Yay. Fun. How, how is life, Mike and Ruby? How have you been 
as parents and whatnot? And have you been able to get any gaming time in? You know, the funny thing is with escape rooms is that I feel it prepared us for some things, like the stress of a time crunch. Like, <laughs> uh, for example, all those escape rooms with bombs in them, I've kind of equated it to changing our baby. Like, when I know <laughs> she's about to blow or something, it's like, oh my God, she, is she going to like like pee all over me or poop everywhere? It's like, I'm going to put this on really quick, really quick. It's like, I don't feel stressed because I've diffused like 100 bombs. <laughs> That's true. And then when it comes to like, you know, gross, disgusting liquids, oh, you yeah. know, who knows what the sanitation is like in some of those escape rooms. <laughs> Maybe. So. And also, like, I've had to stick my hand in so many toilets and nasty, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, whatever's, like, in the dark. And it's like, what is this? Well, at least now you have a perfect view of what it is. And it's <laughs> perfect. View. It's very well you, lit. Because right? I, I hope you're not changing diapers in the pitch dark so (laughs) yeah i totally have a concept of like a horror like i knew we were gonna probably touch on horror rooms so uh i had a concept of a horror room like regarding like people who are new parents for a horror room (laughs) it's like you have a crying baby softly in the background as the room gets like closer to the end the crying gets louder and more panicked it's like yeah it's more PTSD, if you ask me. Oh no, my my friends. I can't remember if you if it was you guys. I was telling this to, but they were describing how they felt changing, or like if they're if they're putting their daughter down, like she's also a baby, mm-hmm. and it felt like a z- like zero dark thirty or something, where they were like. <laughs> If they, you know, like they're very quietly trying to leave the room without like knocking anything over, and and then you know, it's one of them like accidentally knocks over like a, a pile of books oh, or yeah. something, and and they both like sit and stare because the baby's like jerked a bit, and and just like it's like a it's that's like a a bomb defusal thing where they're just trying trying not to set it off <laughs> yeah i'm totally doing like metal gear solid in those things it's like i'm walking <laughs> through the room it's like oh shit knock something over exclamation mark take a box hide under the box <laughs> it's not so bad it just depends on her sleep cycle and which part it is that you enter the room because i've noticed certain times i enter the room i can be doing like making the her milk cha- cleaning her bottles and she's fine yeah so, yeah yeah, my sister apparently kids. with her kids, uh, she could be she could go into one baby doesn't like wakes up at the slightest sound, but the other baby she can go in like put laundry away, open and shut the closet doors over and over again, and she's just like a tank. She just sleeps through it all, and she's just like, Leslie, nice. why can't you do that? I wonder if. That should be something. No one, no one's done a parenthood escape room yet. Maybe because no. too many people feel it in real life. Maybe they don't want to relive it in an escape it's room. Real. Why would we want to relive that? That sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> but yet we're okay to be like, you know, chained up in a yeah. killer's bathroom or something. Yeah, like, you know, going to get cut by a table saw and yeah. uh, fed to the devil. Fine. But, you know, change a diaper. No, man. <laughs> No, no, I don't have kids anymore. There's a reason for that. No more diapers for me. No more. Do you have kids? They're just not in diapers. Yeah, they're not in diapers. One would hope. <laughs> <laughs> one would hope. Great. 
Oh my goodness. This is Room Escape Divas, the children episode. <laughs> the children episode. <laughs> hey, I brought back episode. to escape rooms. <laughs> like if you were to have a a, a baby themed or parent themed escape room, what would it look like? And what kind of challenges would there be? What would the goal be even? Well, it could be also, well, the thing is, it's like, you know, having one of those baby showers, and now we've just made it into a escape oh. room game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, That's okay, true. everybody, dig around in the poopy diaper, but it's chocolate. Oh. <laughs> it just looks gross, but it smells yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And don't have kids, everybody. <laughs> you know, you say that, but if you were to have the opportunity to go back and do it all over again, would you? Oh, of course. I well, have then. buddies. There you go. I have buddies. Yeah, you do have a gaming buddy now. Like mm -hmm. a bill, a, a living and gaming buddy. And a trolling buddy. buddy. And a trolling buddy. Yes. You and really a K-drama buddy. molded your daughters <laughs> to like... <laughs> Except your trolling buddy wants to just troll you. Or no, no, no. She bothered. wants to troll a Zet. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, whenever, whenever somebody who is easily trolled is in the room, suddenly Zoe's on your side. Um, <laughs> did notice that pattern quite a bit. It's like when Tom and Jerry team up, and it's like, oh, dear. It's one of those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was, you know, we've been playing a lot of online escape rooms and i also just harken back to the escape rooms we played in person you know back in the long long ago and uh a lot of them have been horror themed in a way mm -hmm. and i kind of just wanted to talk about that because i love i actually believe it or not i do love horror movies not slasher flicks i don't i don't like those but like you know your exorcisms your ghost hauntings uh, that kind of thing. I, I tend to love um, occasionally zombies if it's done really well. Um, I don't go for Saw. Forget that. No way. Uh, but so you're horror, not thriller. There's a difference. Yeah. Yes, I'm. I am, I'm more horror than than thriller, like supernatural mm -hmm. horror and that kind of thing. And I've noticed the thing with online escape rooms um, that even the the quote unquote scary ones, while they are they're spooky themed and they're and they're uncomfortable sometimes but i don't i don't feel the way in a in an online escape room for instance the way that i might feel playing a horror video game uh mm -hmm. where like i'm scared like oh those scare the crap out of me i can't go forward uh without you know turning the game off for five hours and willing <laughs> willing myself to be able to open that door that's like jiggling in its frame right now um mm -hmm. so but with the with the escape rooms i know that the intent is to scare me but i'm not actually so that scared usually some of that is errol we gotta factor in the errol bias because if you're playing with errol he will do everything in his power to not make it scary uh that's not true uh -huh. I'm all for people being scared in the scary stuff. That is room. true, but usually your shenanigans can lead to like us laughing more than say dreading. Um, it's you not know. my fault. Okay. Now, for example, Horror Hotel was amazing. Yes, for yeah, for you that was amazing. For us, everybody that was... was so scared, and that wasn't even my fault. Everybody well, was just petrified in that game. It was great. I think part of that too was um, the Lizette factor. Uh, because Errol's sister was the one who booked the room, and this isn't a spoiler for the room uh, because it's at the booking stage, but at the beginning, you have to choose items in order to play the game. So you get to choose a few 
inventory objects that you'll have throughout it and they actually kind of tailor the game around the inventory objects you play not by much like it's still the same basic flow but how you solve problems might differ and Lizette's a pacifist and thought I'm gonna solve things with my brain instead of with violence which is noble but it did not that really did not help us and it actually very much enhanced the panic that we felt when we'd get to certain points and we'd think how are we gonna get out of this and we'd look at our inventory and we're like i don't know we don't have a gun right like it, it was uh <laughs> we had to, so we had to be very creative about how we thought to use our inventory and it, it made it more panicky as a result that was one of the ones where I felt like, I don't know how you guys feel, but like about found footage and that kind of thing, but that, mm. that, and there's a couple of other ones like uh, the exorcist and uh, the beast, for instance, where they really take advantage of their camera movement. Those were the first horror themed escape rooms where they, I, I feel like they realized that they are in control of the camera. They can point it to wherever they want. And so you can almost have like cut scenes in online escape rooms, whereas you can't in in-person ones. Not really, because everyone goes off mm -hmm. and tries to solve puzzles while the cut scene's going on, right? Mm -hmm. um, but this one, like we're all sitting there. We have no choice but to look at the screen. And they actually made very effective, especially Horror Hotel, made very effective use of their camera angles. And uh, I, I felt like, that was the first time I did actually feel scared in that in that one a bit more because because like yeah because you know something would veer left something was there would veer back and it was gone and I'd be like oh crap right and uh, there's certain camera tricks that you can do uh, to kind of you know let that suspension of disbelief increase and uh, and you know the tension increase as well as a result. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I don't know. I know you guys haven't had chance to play online escapes that much, but in general, how do you feel about horror games and escape rooms like of the ones we've played? First, I'm sad that I haven't played any, especially <laughs> horror ones. But like I'm trying to imagine, especially for the online escapes that we have played. I mean, a lot of it uh, as you guys have probably talked to death, uh, are very GM dependent and how they run the production, right? Because mm -hmm. just having, say, like a, a, a teenager running as your GM, like, oh, no, here's a scary thing in the wall. Look, it's jiggling. What should we do? Right. This is what you're talking about, you know, utilizing... Uh, camera angles and utilizing cutscenes and and uh, making it more like a movie, especially like when like you're like in a Zoom call, right? And then you have like Smug Errol there and Lizette kind of like half panicking on her phone because she's not sure how it's working, right? <laughs> so you're all focusing on this one screen, and it's like while all your other friends have their own reaction, it's like okay, this is really gonna work somehow. That that was one of the delights of Horror Hotel because that's what I we learned what everybody's horror tick was whenever they got scared what they would do. So Lizette was I would I actually by so for the benefit of people who aren't seeing this but my hands would go on my head <laughs> and I would just sit there like clutching my head and then like maybe I'd like you know put my fist in my mouth because I just can't take it anymore. Um, Margo our friend Margo backs away from the camera. 
um, because, like stands up out of her chair because she can't take the tension either. And then Lizette just jumps out of the frame entirely. Um, <laughs> she dodges and then she jumps. Yeah. Great. So like it's it was really fun to see what people's actual reactions were <laughs> when they were scared. And so we we tested that. No other no other game other than Horror Hotel did we did we experience that. Um, we did play the catacombs online and, oh. and I played that, that, that right. was one yeah, where I played sure. it in real, real life. Right. right? And how did uh, that translate? Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't the greatest, but when I described what happened in the in-person version and the feeling of it, there's no way you can replicate that. Mm. And it wasn't it didn't have the same effect on me i was curious what they were going to do given that they had the first person view and the blair witch feel to it yeah. kind of thing but it's uh they did i don't think they used it completely to their advantage and it was hard it's especially hard when something spooky happens in the room and the sound system isn't good enough to pick mm. up that mm. sound and so oftentimes it's the game host suddenly being like oh did you hear that? Or like, did you see that? Did you see that? Look and the camera will zoom in on something that's on the ground that was evidently somewhere else before, but we didn't catch it or we didn't see it or we didn't hear it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, Oh no, did it move? Oh, and, and sometimes it happens. Sometimes I managed to glimpse it, but sometimes it's either too quick or too quiet or, or just not big enough. And, and so like the, the moments kind of lost sometimes poor Errol, actually, no, wait, not poor Errol, poor game host. Sometimes you have an actor in the room and they're usually playing characters now. <laughs> and, uh, and this was, again, this isn't a spoiler, but like the way that the actor was acting in, in The Beast, he was trying to have a moment, you know, to really take in what's just happened and and be like, oh, my gosh. But Errol, meanwhile, is like all of us actually were yelling instructions into the mics and not was letting really him. more in The Exorcist. When yeah. before he knew what we were like. Yeah, then when we played the second game, he was like, okay, these jokers are not going to take this seriously. Neither am I. And it was great fun. And it was great fun in the first one, too. But I felt really bad for him because he was really trying to have an acting moment. And yeah. we were just like, turn the dial. Turn it. Like, that's not an actual yeah. puzzle in the game. But we were just like, do it. <laughs> and and while well, he's being like, what just happened? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. The dial. Turn it! <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy, yeah. And I feel like there's a big opportunity here that isn't isn't getting taken up immediately, and I hope to see that change. Uh, and I have seen it in better... Uh, like, I've seen it improve in some games, but I would love to see that... that um, I don't know if you've seen... Um, what's it called? <sighs> Unfriended? Have you heard of or seen that movie? Haven't it's like it. one that takes place exclusively on a Skype call. And of course, weird things happen and stuff. And I'm like, I would love to see something like that yeah, in, in, in a cool. game where you're trying, like someone in the call suddenly has something happen, mm -hmm. disappears. Like the, you could have planted actors and stuff to, mm -hmm. to, to do that. And I was like, oh, there's just, there's not enough of that. <laughs> what yeah, it's like it does. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. What the Beast and the Exorcist do very well is they meld. They 
they meld video and real life very well, and they also take advantage of a third-person point of view. So then, because it's, I, I don't know, I find it hard to be scared when it's first person from a, you know, from a head mm. cam or from a mm-hmm. chest cam. Because it's either shaking, and so, yeah, they might be scared, but we can't see anything. So that's yeah. scary, I guess, right? But if it was a still camera, or if it was, like, in The Beast and in The Exorcist, you are watching, you have one camera person, and it's focusing on the game host, and we are watching mm. the game host react to things. I th- I think with virtual or these uh, online escape rooms, I think the the focus really comes away from like having those builders and people building those really nice sets. I mean, that's important, but it almost becomes like they need a director and they need like yes. like like more film related people to yeah. take control to uh, make it more film like, TV like, yeah. uh, movie like. Yeah, I think it's no longer like a a set design production value that we're looking for it's more so like a technical production value in terms of how you capture the camera angles which part are you going to film and what is it that you're trying to show the audience which are your players because that's what's going to immerse your players into the game instead of having them just stare at somebody play through like like Errol says a, a chest cam and a head cam would totally ruin any sort of immersion into the horror feeling because you can't see everything and those are really not great cameras to be honest especially in the dark and most of these horror rooms are always in the dark so like how <laughs> yeah. are you gonna see the little paper floating down or like a sudden creak of a door opening if there's not integrated sounds right yeah it makes sense and and sound design is such a key to horror in general mm-hmm. yeah. whether it's film or video games uh, uh, definitely. yeah is that the grudge are you trying to grudge I don't know where it's from. I think he's trying to do that, that kid, right? Isn't yeah, the that kid was, meow? No, the, yeah, the, ca- the kid meows. The, the oh. woman is like... Ugh. Oh, okay. I don't remember which one it is. I thought you are trying to do E.T. at the moment. E.T. <laughs> home. Well, that's, that's something that my... One of my clients who's a, an opera company did... Um, had, you know, a lot of theater companies have had to pivot online. So they thought hey, we'll do a live stream of a show. And now they're having to contend with something they've never had to contend with. And they didn't think about it until shortly before, like, or they thought about it earlier, but it only occurred to them suddenly that, wait, we're not, we we need to hire camera directors. Mm -hmm. Like we are a theater company and they, and they didn't think about it at first, but it, and I didn't think about it at first, but it's like, oh yeah, uh, because they're like, what are we doing? Are we doing a straight on camera or are we doing a three camera setup to mm-hmm. film this thing? We're going to, we're going to need actual like film directors in, involved in mm-hmm. this because we don't know what we're doing. We're not film people. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where to point cameras. Yeah. And, and uh, so that's, that's kind of the same kind of thing where you're like, mm-hmm. you have a new medium, you have a a new focus you need to know mm-hmm. how to how to work that in a way sure. that um is effective mm-hmm. i think that just, isn't just horror games either that could be any game oh. no like, for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah knowing it's just horror games it's just you expect bigger reactions out of people due to the fact that like you know in a room 
physically, it's very easy to scare them, right? That's why there's so many haunted houses and stuff. But when you're trying to do it on camera and where the person's actually, you, well, in our case for now, everyone's at home. Yeah. So they're in uh, the comfort and safety of their own home. Right. Something on the screen, right? Like, how do you get them to be scared? How do you pull them into your world enough that they will jump at that slight sound or at that little thing fluttering or whatever it may be? Right. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's just it. How do you make them uncomfortable in their own homes? And, mm-hmm. and video games have done it. Um, yes. But then video games are different. Mm-hmm. And, yes. <laughs> um, and yeah. Oh, that's video a good games, point. you have a much easier control over your avatar. Video games, you have a button that you can just press to turn it off. <laughs> Well, not even that though. They they still immerse you that you can be yeah. scared. Mm-hmm. Well, they immerse me enough that I'm like afraid of what's behind my couch suddenly, in in a way that I wasn't before. Uh, like I'll be sitting there playing a video game, and I'm suddenly just a very aware of the empty space behind me and <sighs> the fact that. I have no visual of it and video games that especially if they have really good sound design mm-hmm. uh if you like if you play any of the, the silent hill games even those old mm-hmm. ones but the newer ones especially the the sound design has just gotten they have directional hearing now i can't remember yeah. what it's called uh and it just freaks you out um sure. <laughs> and it'd be it'd be great to have that in an online escape i've been scared in regular escape rooms uh, mm-hmm. which we've talked about at yes. length um before <laughs> and i and i still will be and there's something mm-hmm. about being physically there that that makes it scary or the fear of being isolated from the group that makes it scary mm-hmm. um so but, what made it scary with horror hotel the only one you've been scared in so Horror Hotel, I was also more stressed. Um, There were moments I was actually scared. And with Horror Hotel, it was what I mentioned before. It was a particular thing they did near the beginning that got up my discomfort. Because I was like, there are things that are going to be sneaking up on me. And then when you realize the stakes in Horror Hotel as well, you, you know, you have to you have to press forward, but there are also dangers there as well. And, um, and then there's the out of control thing that I had, which is that Lizette didn't pick any good weapons. Poor Lizette. She'll constantly feel bad about it, but we always joke about it because it made for a very scary experience because we were like, what do you do? Cause that's, that's, a lot of what makes movies scary too is like your help a character is helpless with nothing in their arsenal that could help them and they have to get creative right mm-hmm. um that actually made it more scary for me versus having every weapon under the sun like if i play something like doom that's just more stressful right i have every gun under the planet on the planet in my <laughs> hands uh ready to just shoot things if i'm in a like a psychological horror game instead or if you're just if you've watched a horror movie you don't really see anybody with like a ton of guns ex- unless it's like near the climax where they finally get something that could help them out uh but for the first like half to three quarters of that movie they're on their own. They're isolated and they are without any aid whatsoever. And that feeling of kind of helplessness raises that tension. And the fact that it's like, I, we have nothing 
to help <laughs> we have we have some very basic items and i guess we'll have to become macgyver in order to make them useful to us um and we did and the game hosts were there to help us you know obviously they're not going to like put barriers up for us but they um they too also <laughs> They told us afterwards, you're the first group who's never picked any weapons. Uh, and we had to get really creative. So, yeah. But I think, it, yeah, it's that sense of, like, helplessness and the unknown. The unknown is a big thing. And a little goes, sorry, I'm going on a rant now, but a little goes a long way. I prefer scares where you see a glimpse of something and then you're not sure if you saw it. Or you're not sure what it is, but you know that it probably doesn't mean you well, and it's probably coming after you, but you don't know when. So that that unknown element is really scary. If you've played Amnesia, that, that's what the whole game is, unless you're Errol and you just spend the first hour of the game in the lobby throwing rocks around and breaking all the tension in the room. If there's a physics engine, I want to play with it. I know. And we respect you for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's only in an untimed environment yes yeah because Errol <laughs> would actually do things in horror rooms <laughs> well you know what uh, I, I watched you guys play that game the forest you know zombie survival <laughs> and while Echo's out there exploring er and you know she has a horde of zombies chasing her Errol will still be building his base very yeah. calmly yeah very calmly Here's Build a rock. Here's and then he'll a... get killed by the zombies. Like, why didn't you warn me? It's like I did as I was running back. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to play a game or like watch uh, Echo and Errol play a game together, especially a crafting game, it's, <laughs> it's something special because they both have very different styles of gaming uh and 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 aesthetics actually the they have the same sense of organization they'll both want like tons of boxes uh that parse out everything but when it comes to like the aesthetic of whatever base they happen to be building we'll come across errol will like build something very orderly and very well planned out and then you'll just see this random element thrown into it like a like I think you built like a, a medieval castle style thing and then suddenly space door that was in portal nights <laughs> uh he's like what who built this door and it was like it looked pretty and and Errol's like Ugh! it's one of the times Errol will get kind of stressed out because like it doesn't and you it, didn't like her stairs I did not because <laughs> I couldn't get on them it's like you just have to take a running jump at them <laughs> and I don't think that's how stairs are supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, they were like jutting out the bottom and clipping with everything. And yeah, uh, but also because Echo will just run off somewhere and we'll have a goal and we'll be running across to a cave or whatever. And then we'll turn around like, where's Echo? And she's like, you know, five miles the other way. And she's like, I saw a bunny! And like, you know, is trying to like kill a rabbit that we have like 20 rabbits at home. But no, she'll still go in and chase the rabbit around. And then you see some mutant cannibals coming over the ridge. Echo, get out of the way! No, I've almost got it! And yeah, it's it's hilarious. It stresses me out. Um, so you get the benefit of me getting stressed out too. And then Errol's laughing because I'm stressed out. None I of this is exaggerated. I watched them for two hours just to, <laughs> just to watch this whole thing. 
pretty entertaining. But then I realized, oh crap, I should have took a nap. Oh crap, baby. Okay, baby. So yeah. So in the end, uh, that's something I don't know what you guys think, but that's something I'd like to see more in horror games. It's just Mm. more of a sense of slow dread, uh, more playing with camera angles, more of the unknown. I think actually the beast did did that pretty well in some points too. yeah do you guys have any favorite scary games or do you actually even like scary games it's okay if you don't i've always liked horror and thriller movies especially in my younger years um in terms of games i just feel like a lot of the escape ones that we've done don't do it very well and they mainly just use darkness as an excuse there was a really scary game there was the one with the doll in the cage and then like the doll spits out a small key in the cage and then you have to find the small key with the little (laughs) that was just wait did you do that oh oh i didn't do that with you did we do that yeah we did it together together Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you went Small over to that stupid kitchen, or what is it? The chicken cage. Oh. Wait, I thought I don't. I didn't do. I mean, well, we did. We've done that escape rooms rooms together. I don't oh, know if we did wait, that wait, wait. One. We didn't, we do, didn't that do that one. one. You did that one with your best friend. Oh. Yeah. Not not us. Yeah, we did. So we do it with. We we did the room where he told us to get an education in Canada together. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, all right. So I, I think we, yeah, that it was a library one. It was we did do a very yeah. we did that one together. Yeah, it also had small keys. Yes, like like small small keys, super like small, one that, centimeter that, keys. And then when you unlocked, sorry, when you received the key, it was just spit out at you and fell on the floor, and it was like in oh, the dark. No. <laughs> <laughs> and what they did was they technically went to like. I think they cleared out one of those, what are those Halloween stores called? Oh, the spirited yeah. Halloween stores. Those when, seasonal Halloween yeah, stores. It felt that. like they went there after Halloween and like cleared out and bought all the <laughs> props possible and threw it all into the room. They're all battery operated stuff that made stupid sounds like cackling or giggling dolls and whatever. And was, I went around turning them all off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did I actually. And they put the, up those plastic sheets with like, oh, you know. Yes. Oh my goodness! Oh, like the dollar store plastic sheets. Dollar store plastic sheets with pictures of like you know scary ghosts and cats yeah. on them. Yeah, not scary. <laughs> Halloween ghosts and cats on them is like this is a haunted nursery. Okay. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. and to be honest, I probably wouldn't have been so upset with that if it wasn't for the fact that it's in the dark and they just spat number of small keys at you. Yeah. And it was, oh, I hate I think the noise really bothered me. Noise pollution bothers me. Like Mm. like Manda said earlier, less is more. Actually, I did write, I remember when I I, a red report on it because I was so angry (laughs) with that room. You still have those? I remember red reports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mm. I was so mad at that room. (sighs) Anyway. There's ones that are well done. I mean, yeah. Um. Okay, I'm trying to think what it's called. It's the one at the maze. The maze. <gasps> oh, oh, shaft. The, the shaft. No, oh. no, Osaka no, High. Osaka. Oh, Osaka. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah I yeah, thought yeah. that one was done really well. That and one was there done was very less, well. Less stuff happening. It was all yeah. like psychological and it creeps the crap out of you in your own mind. Yeah, it was I, a very creepy room. That I was. I remember a scary having one. a lot of arguments, debates. <laughs> debates with people and it's like a preference thing right people are always going to have an idea of what's 
a scarier thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it all depends on your preference. Some people think that jump scares are scarier. Uh... Some people don't. Some people, so there was like two escape rooms here. One of them was Osaka High. Another one was another Japanese themed one. Yeah. That was oh. horror. Yeah. And, and uh. they were, and they were like, and then both, both have their good points. And, and so this someone, an enthusiast and I were having a debate on which one was scarier. And they swore up and down that the other one was scarier. I don't know. That was like fun house scary. It's like you see the jump scare and it's like, oh, there it is again. It's <laughs> like you know what's coming at you. For yeah. me, there were 11 people clomping around. So oh. that that really just yeah. like deflated any sort of unknown tension and stuff and and uh whereas Osaka High there was a lot of moments where we where we uh would have to be alone somewhere. Yeah. And and you're just like crap i hate bathrooms <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my god like you know horror yep. that, that's their our joke when we do our games and stuff is like i'm like nothing ever good happens in a bathroom in a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> nothing ever i hate it if i went into a video game they enter a room and it's a bathroom and i'm like crap what's gonna be in the mirror what's gonna be in the bathtub or the spots it's gonna run is the mirror gonna break is something gonna appear well, it's gonna i flush. don't know is something gonna creak at me and it's like oh crap the shower curtain's drawn can i draw it i can crap i don't want to know what's behind it i don't want to know <laughs> and so yeah i hate bathrooms <sighs> sorry that was my bathroom <laughs> this is why i don't watch horror movies so this is why it's fun to awesome. play horror movies with man pan, or horror games with man pans <laughs> But then she also gets mad at you and then just no, starts I do. At you. If you actually want to hear me get actual angry, uh, I do get angry at Errol when we play the forest together. <laughs> yes, I've seen it. Uh, I will I will yell with all my might. Then I'll apologize after. But it's in the in the moment. Because Errol will be like, oh, come on. We'll be in a cave with cannibal, mutant cannibals in like screeching in the distance. And, and it's echoing through and it's all dark. And Errol will just be like, Oh, just hey, just come over here. Where? Here. Where's here? Just come over here. I'm right here. I'm right behind you. I'll turn behind what I think is behind me. No, there's no arrow there. But like, where are you? I have to get a thing. Where's the thing? What thing? What thing are you talking about? And, uh, and, and the poor Mad Pans is so scared that she suddenly loses the ability to use the controller. <laughs> like, well, that game is stupid sometimes with its controls it's like here i have to get out a weapon hang on but when i'm behind you you, like turn around you're not turning around you're not there turn turn three turn i think some of that is the network i i i think it's sometimes the network i think it's the stress of the utter fear because it's scary (laughs) it's a very scary game and you can't see more than like five feet in front of you and then it's darkness yeah poor man pants yeah but yeah. any noise, it just just like just if you ever saw the movie around. The Descent, it feels like that going in where you're just squeezing through tight spaces of rock and it's then great. you can't see game. anything and you just all you can hear around you is like the reverb of the cave and and like the dripping noises and then the occasional ah! like in the distance and you're like oh crap. The descent, I swear we've seen that. I don't know. I don't remember. It's a movie about cave diving that doesn't go well. Spoiler. It's also the first time I've also seen Errol get frustrated because, again, (laughs) you'll see Echo coming from the distance from her five miles away, and then she's, like, running back. (laughs) 
and then running past you. It's like, what? Why is she running? There's zombies. And then you hear, and then they come after in and the then background. Carol's and you're like, dead. <sighs> <laughs> well, the thing is, she doesn't say anything. She no, just runs. <laughs> she just runs, and, and you'll see her run past, and then she'll say, "Oh, watch out!" And I'm like, <laughs> and you're just knocked I'm down, the and there's a zombie horde behind you, and you're like, "Oh." No. <laughs> well, usually in a game, you want an assessment of how dangerous things are. Like with man pants, it's one cannibal. There's something there. There's something there. What's there? It's going to kill us all. And then it's it's just one zombie. And it's like, okay, no, no. There's three of us and one of it. We're we're fine. Then you have Echo and she just runs past. It's like, what's wrong? Echo, what's wrong? Is there something there? Uh-huh. And then, and then you look and then there's a horde of them. It's like, why did you tell us more? Then there's just something there and we're just running because it was very dangerous. Anyway, it's just it's accurate. Very different. accurate. Yeah, it is. It's it's so funny. And so yeah, poor man pans, doing great. Yeah, thanks. That this has turned into a pep talk podcast. Doing great in the you're doing great. Great. And then Man Pan's like, I get out of here. It's too dangerous. And then Echo and I are staying back because we're cutting down trees. And then and then Manda's stuck somewhere, lost. He's <laughs> like, you should have just stayed with us. It was dangerous where you were. Well, you could have just yeah, cut down trees with us. attack you every five seconds. And then, like, <laughs> Echo, Echo's coming. And now we're like, we talking about the forests? What are you doing? <laughs> we should play after. Anyway. Back to escape rooms, I guess. <laughs> the Tangent Podcast. But yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about horror games. I, I, I love them. I would love to see scarier horror games, and I would love to see a great uh, found footage style horror game online that mm. we could play. So. You know, I think one of the problems is trying to get enough, you know, because you need a, a strong team, tech team in the background. You don't need yeah. just, right now it's just one person in one room. And it's really hard to make that scary. Like, that's why I think I like The Beast and The Exorcist, because they have how many people in the back all doing the special effects? And Those were great. Like, this, the trend. And even, like, if you guys have, you guys should play it. If you ever get to play it, like, the transition between live action and then the cutscene, the actor will actually be at the exact angle he needs to be when the cutscene starts oh, cool. and it'll like that's the kind of transition we're we're talking that's about cool. yeah. uh so it's it's obvious that a transition is kind of happening but it's the most seamless i've seen so far and yeah that's really cool so for these ones that you guys have done that are saying that they're successful in being in a horror room were they an existing room before or did they build this specifically for virtual online stuff they were both uh, existing before. Okay. Mm. Um, Horror Hotel uh, is, I think, has completely different goals. In fact, I think they told us afterwards that it's a it's a total dark room. Like usually, people oh. are playing in pitch black, and <sighs> they they changed it for the online version. Thank mm -hmm. you, obvious for obvious reasons. Yeah, well, uh, yeah because it'd be boring. <laughs> don't, don't see anything. It's scary. Did you see that? Okay. <laughs> Did you see that? Feel that? No, again. <laughs> <laughs> Horror Hotel is is definitely a different experience. I would put that more in the it is it can be very scary, and I I think toward I think because of our team it ended up being a bit more stressful than scary. There was something oh there was something about I became that annoying person and I won't say what the specific plot point is because I won't spoil it, 
um, I became that annoying person in the horror movie theater, whatever, uh, who yells at the TV when, oh. when a character's doing something she doesn't want them to do. So, and and this is what happened at one point in Horror Hotel. The actor started doing something, and and we were up, we were controlling him up until that point. Like, go over here, go over there, and then um, and then he stopped doing what we were saying, and he started going toward like, no, no, go back, go back, no, back, back. What are you doing? What are you doing? And that's when like Margaret was getting up, standing by, standing away from the camera. I had my hands on my head. I'm like, no, get away from there. No. <laughs> so that that like, oh, and Errol's just laughing. Oh, yeah. It was so great doing with them. Oh. And then I was just like, shut up. Oh, so funny. I think uh, poor, poor everybody, because they do get sweary and angry in, in horror rooms. And you can tell when I'm stressed out when I start yelling at other people who don't deserve it. Um, like poor Lizette. Like who, me. You, <laughs> I think all of our audience would beg to differ on that one. <laughs> but like your sister, for instance, who who asked something like in Horror Hotel, like, oh, how did you solve that? how did we solve that puzzle? And I just kind of like went into the microphone. We could discuss that after. Like I was just like, <laughs> wait until the room is done. We don't have time Aww. for this. And, yeah. and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't yelled at, we have a, another player now uh, who comes to our community meetups, Myra. Um, mm, yeah. And, and Philip also come. I haven't yelled at them yet. Uh, one day that's our goal if i'm if if it was gonna be someone first it would probably be philip sorry philip because you troll more so i can see that happening you probably (laughs) would provoke me into yelling at you a little more myra is one of the sweetest people ever and you know would never say anything mean to anybody and so if i'm if i yell at her you you, it'll probably be a sign that i'm really stressed Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) is that like do you have anything, Errol, latest updates or anything? Anything new? How's the Discord going in in the Escape Room Discord? I pop in there momentarily, but I'm not in there as much as I should be, probably. Good. It's good? No, no, no. There are people in there. We're all discussing stuff. Remember the MIT hunt just finished? Not too well. Back oh. in January, so a lot of people were discussing that. There's a lot of podcasts that are popping up, so that's super exciting. Yes, there are new podcasts. There are a that's lot right. of new podcasts. And I would say them all, but there's many of them, and then I'll miss one, and then I'll feel like a jerk. So maybe we can put them in the description. But that's really exciting. New po- Actually, we had somebody new to our enthusiast meetup because they were hoping to start a new podcast as well. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. So it's exciting it's catching to see on. these new podcasts. Mm. Yeah. I'm surprised more haven't started because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. They're at home. Why not just start their own podcast thing? I mean, I guess it makes sense because nobody can do escape rooms. So mm-hmm. other than the online ones. Mm-hmm. Other news. I have joked about designing a forensic accounting game and then oh, yeah. someone found mm. one online. Oh. Tammy found a website from from a forensic accounting firm that does uh that actually does a, a forensic accounting kind of escape type game that they run virtually and now I want to play it super badly <laughs> because cuz I'm a nerd. 
I also might want to have them on this podcast because that just sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Accounting. Yeah. Come on, man. It can be exciting. <laughs> You're solving a mystery. It's a mystery. With don't, numbers. Don't pay attention to the name. The first the name of the first case is the case of the cash flow crisis. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, a lot of puzzle hunts just deal with spreadsheets in general. Yeah, so. seriously. Mm. And it's said for fans of Sherlock Holmes. Come on. Like <laughs> Sherlock fans Holmes. of Sherlock Holmes and Excel. Yeah. <laughs> I am sure that that Venn diagram is oh huge. You don't have to play. I'm going to go play and have all the fun. And you'll be like, oh, man, I oh, should man. have had fun, too. I you won't say I that. I could have made up this formula for this. I actually like coming. I spend more time on spreadsheet formulas sometimes than I do on solving puzzle hunts. Because <laughs> actually, there's there are spreadsheets out there that are, are shared amongst the puzzle solver people that have all sorts of amazing formulas in it that will you know automatically extract things for you even translate pull in images just does all sorts of things in google sheets so yeah i seriously sometimes i'll just spend the time just coloring it pretty just so that it can see things nicer and it takes me longer to color it and then i have to remember wait how do i highlight a whole row for some reason i always get that formula wrong i don't know what's wrong with me that conditional statement just seems to like ah what's this you know you just made fun of me for like (laughs) 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 i made fun of you because i would do it so that's why there you go what that doesn't even make any sense that's why i make fun of half the things i do because i know i do it myself Except for being scared in the forest, then it's just funny when you're swearing. Then at it's me. just funny, right? Yes, okay, yes. great. I try not to swear either, and then it just co- comes out because there's a zombie you're guy swearing right at in my front daughter. I tell you, she's 19; she can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I used to hold back. Now, no more. <laughs> Just release your ire upon my daughters. Release <laughs> it on Zoe. She deserves it, you know. I don't think I no, I don't think I couldn't take I couldn't take on Zoe. No, it's uh she'd no win. she'd win. <laughs> like for sure. I I have no shame in admitting that. Poor little Zoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not poor little Zoe. She's dealing just fine, thank you very much. Poor me. <laughs> Uh, I guess we're coming up on an hour now. Anyone else want to chat about anything else or are we? I had a big question, but I'm going to save that for another episode. No, oh, I want to hear the question. question. Mm-hmm. Come on, Mike. Oh, you moved. I was going to pretend I had, we were disconnected. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I froze and then she's like moving at a Uh, Sorry, Mike. <laughs> no, it had to do with COVID. I mean, like I've been thinking oh, yeah. about this for work and um, uh, with vaccinations rolling out and well, everything <sighs> happening. And is it like, what's going to be the new normal? And that's what I'm thinking about in my work industry. So the question is with escape rooms, uh, what will probably be the new normal? Are we going to be still seeing these virtual escape rooms? People investing more time and money as we discussed with the production value of having greater virtual ones or are we going to see uh people going back to to traditional uh, traditional rooms rooms. yeah 
You know what so. I'm interested in also knowing? This is a little bit of an aside, is that the states were always public booking, but they had to go private because yes. of COVID. That's right. a big change now, yeah. So do you think they'll go back to public in the rush? We're like, okay, okay, we're open, and we know that everybody's dying to get out now. So mm. will they take advantage of that and go back to public, or do you think some of them will stick with private? Who knows? We so are still like on the lockdown. System. Yeah. No, no, after lockdown. Yeah. That's oh. I mean. yeah. So I think, yeah, this will probably be a bigger discussion for another episode. If people are interested, they can email us and then maybe we can do it. But yeah, just a thought. That means you guys get to come back on. Yay. Yeah. Well, you can come on anytime, really. Well, we can also bring <laughs> on. Seeing as you're also, the hosts. <laughs> we can also bring. <laughs> wow. Man. Yeah, you're the host. You can come back. If you, you can come back. Yeah, we'll let you. Nice going, man. Pants. No, no. But we could also see about having owners on because they're, you know, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. running the business. Yeah. We don't have to worry about all the logistics on that. Mike is approaching it because he can work from home in his business. So. That's fortunate. So can I. I never leave this house. You don't. <laughs> I've been out once this Karen, year. <laughs> Karen and I were talking about the fact, because she's like, oh, I always forget to bring in the garbage cans now, because that Yarrow used to do that, but now he just oh. never leaves the house. So. Are you serious? Even that, dude? <laughs> well, no, no, it's not that I, I didn't want to. It's just that I forget there's stuff out yeah. there. Yeah, so that's what I meant. Every time, like, yeah. every time yeah. I come home from work, I would take in the garbage yeah. on. Because now. Part of your- you're just yeah. always inside, so it's I like, what could be outside. out there? Who knows? No, yeah. It's a mystery world. And Karen always looks for an excuse to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame her. So, well, yeah. So that. So I think our natural, you know, our natural how we how we are reacting to this COVID and to this quarantine isolation thing. It's good because I don't mind staying inside and she doesn't mind leaving. So it's a good trade off. <laughs> Yay. Because right? <laughs> mm-hmm. imagine if both of us were like that. Oh, mm. yeah. If both of us only wanted to stay inside, then we'd all starve. If both of us wanted to leave, then we'd just kill each other. Why? <gasps> well, because we can't stand being inside the house for long periods of time. We'd be fighting. <laughs> Who gets to go grocery shopping? Okay, I'll bet you a kid. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks so much, Mike and Ruby. Yay. This was fun. Yay. I miss, I miss like Great the all four star. of us podcasts. You know, I should have asked you, Man Pants, to listen to the designer spotlight with Logan oh, no. last week. Why? What did, why? What Near did you the s- end. You should, you should li- listen to me talk us out. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Just tell me. Oh, oh, what do you mean what I do? Let's just say I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see what how that went. <laughs> Uh, I don't really do this. It's man pen. Something, right, something inverse genius. Something, something. I Facebook. guess I should listen. Okay, bye. See, you can tell Mike didn't listen to it, but seems to uh, quote it exactly. <laughs> I've seen you do it before. Yeah, it was so hard. A hundred and how many episodes? And huh? none of it got into your head? Well, I don't pay attention to what you say. Yeah, but for, find time. us on inverse for, uh, genius. I got that part. What for right, other? Right? Just <laughs> okay. So what part did you miss? Room Escape oh. Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. Yeah, I got that part right, and then everything else after that just went down something hell. something. Facebook, Twitter, R E Divas. Facebook. <laughs> I think oh, I said yeah. that. 
maybe <laughs> i might have missed that part <laughs> you can find us on twitter with the handle uh, hashtag redivas i think i said that no, no, no. you can yeah. email us at Rumorscape Rumorscape Divas. Divas. at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. I tried to make sure I said Inverse Genius, though, and that there are podcasts there that other people like. <laughs> Great job. I mean, other that's... geeky and fun podcasts. Oh, right. She, that's other, what Mad Pan says. Other fun podcasts, just like this one. Okay. Oh, Maybe you should listen this time in case you're... <sighs> Do we even have to do it? We said most of it. Yeah, we've said most of it. <laughs> kind of out of order and in very broken sentences. But uh, yeah, sure. Rumus Game Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. Go to InverseGenius.com to find Errol. To find... Errol, you're going to find me. No. Oh, baby, oh. sad. <laughs> no. Wow, that's a sad baby. <laughs> yeah, I should find a happier one. <laughs> oh, those are great. Find other fun podcasts just like this one. You can also email us at roomescapedivas.gmail.com. At least it's not, she's not crying. She could still be sad, though. Go to Facebook. Click the like button. Come to our community meetups. They're fun. Oh, I don't think I said that. Oh, oh look at man. that. Friday that's, night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard in. Time. But you could still... I'm Okay, I've been saying this for the last, like, how many months? <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Keep Mike and Ruby are show. Is he? Is he, that kid eating chicken? Yep. Oh, really? She's yep. on solid foods. Yep. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Or did I know that? Yeah, we started a week. Oh. A week and a half ago. Oh, okay. A week and a half ago. That's still relatively recent. I didn't know we that. We derailed not only one. Man Pans but Arrow at the same time with the baby. What's he, what's, is a that baby. a banana? No, that's, that's a drumstick. Oh, that's a drum. You go, kid. You eat that chicken. <laughs> Next, we'll get give you pork. Yeah, I'll probably do meatballs with pork. Mm. All right. Well, I think we. Oh, <laughs> that should be our header for our like for our. What's episode. she eating now? What is that? Banana. Oh, that is. Oh, now it's a banana. I was thinking, what is that? Oh, a giri? No, that's not what that is. <laughs> okay, you derailed both of them. We Woo! accomplished our task. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>